Hi, everybody. Okay, well, that was a Dr. <clears throat> Nick reference in case someone didn't know that. I used to watch The Simpsons when I was younger. Hi, everybody. Anyway, what's up, everyone? What's happening? I'm your host, Ryan Allen, and welcome to All In, All Out. I hope that any of you who are listening right now, whether it's in the morning, the afternoon, evening, or nighttime, first off, I thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to what I got to say. More so, and I just did that for a ride, but genuinely listening to what the Holy Spirit, what God placed in my heart to share with all of you. And what I'm going to share today is the distinction between choices and mistakes. Now, what laid the foundation for this topic to be approached today? Well, not too long ago, I was having a conversation with my mother in the gospel. And while we were conversing, just having conversation as we usually do when we talk on the phone, she brought up the fact that there is a distinction between when someone states, my bad, that was a mistake, and it was a choice that I made. And that's what I'm going to share with all of you today. Now, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the distinction, whenever, and for those who don't know, whenever I discuss on a word, I prefer to first define that word because I'm all about foundation and defining said topic, said word lays down the foundation for the rest of the episode. I always prefer to give this example. For those who don't know, I am a gym rat. I go to the gym, work out three to four times a week. Started working out full time on May, I believe it was May 6th of 2017 and that's another story to another day on how I got into working out and going to the gym full time but here's the example look think of your body as a tree right and think of the branches on the tree as your upper body now Imagine the leaves on that said tree, 
those are the muscles. You have red leaves, you have green leaves, you have yellow leaves. So you could equate that to the body as jacked, lean, or cut. You could have all those muscles. You could have all those pretty leaves. You could have all of those branches. But if that root to that tree is not inserted into the ground firmly, if there's a hurricane, if there's a storm, if there's a tornado, that tree is going to go flying in the air like a bird. And that's why that foundation is crucial. Again, similar to the body. The legs are the most important part of the body because that's your foundation. Your legs connect to everything else on the upper body. If you don't got a strong foundation and anything you do in life, you will go tumbling down. So, first with the definition of choice. According to Webster 1828, the act of choosing. Okay, here's the definition via Google. An act of selecting or making a decision when faced with two or more possibilities. So we see in the beginning of the definition, two key words that I see, really three, act, select, and making. Now, what is an act? An act, based on this definition, is viewed as action, meaning you're doing it. Meaning you consciously are making said choice. Selecting, that's again, choosing. Making, that's the action. Okay? Now let's go to mistake. According to Google, an action or judgment that's misguided or wrong. Hmm. Let's keep going. Now this is the scripture, not scripture. This definition is from 1828 Merriam-Webster. To blunder, to make a mistake through stupidity, ignorance, or carelessness in the choice of whatever it might be. To make a wrong judgment of the character or ability of. So we see that the word mistake could be equated to someone who exhibits stupidity, who exhibits ignorance, and who exhibits carelessness. And someone who's misguided 
or making the wrong decisions in life. I, because think about this, and th this is more so for my born again believers. And the reason I say born again because more than 70% of Americans classify themselves as Christians. And I'm going to keep it 100. In this world, people define Christians as someone who believes in God. Let's just keep it real. When someone says they are born again, that means they come into a true covenant with God. They have made a hundred percent commitment. They have an all-in mentality in worshiping and serving Jehovah Jireh, the King of Kings. And the reason I bring that up, because in the King James Version, the OG version of the Holy Bible. The word mistake is not in it. And believe me, I checked. Under the King James Version, the word mistake is not in there. Now, it's in the Amplified Version. And I'm pretty sure it's in other versions as well. But in the OG version of the Holy Bible, the word mistake is not in there. Because Jesus didn't make no mistake. None. The word, when someone makes a mistake, right, they're making it out of ignorance. They're making those decisions because they don't know any better because they haven't come into one with the Holy Spirit with Jesus Christ my Lord and Savior because when he, when someone becomes truly born again they are not going to make mistakes that are categorized as ignorant stupidity and carelessness no no and another thing about mistakes too as a society and I've seen this and I've been a part of this whenever something goes bad in our lives a, a choice that we make a decision matter of fact we keep it in context we deem it a mistake because we don't want to shoulder all of the responsibility of that decision. Let me break it down in Lambert's terms. Essentially, when it comes to making mistakes, those are for non believers those are for people who have not come into covenant relationship with God 
to where they don't know any better, to where they're making stupid decisions. You think those people and those gay parades had supported Planned Parenthood? You truly believe that those are born-again Christians? No, no, they are not. And they will be in the classification of ignorance. Of ignorance. While when it comes to choice, those are for the born-again believers. And here's why. Because of Romans chapter 1 verse 20. And let me go to that scripture real quick. Now, just to break it down. This chapter is the genesis of, if I remember correctly, Apostle Paul, where he's greeting the Roman people, right? So, in verse 20, I'm reading from the New King James Version. For since the creation of the world, attributes are clearly seen. Being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without an excuse. That's the difference, ladies and gentlemen. When you're in Christ, when you have a all-in relationship with God, there's no, and more so, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, there's no excuse. Whenever, if, if, if you, as a born-again believer, are following the Word of God, there should be no reason where you come to a point and say, oh, I made a damn mistake. No! If... If, if, if you make a decision as a born-again believer that did not go your way because you refused to listen to God to or you think you could do it better than God and it turned out bad for you, that is not a mistake. Let me make that clear. It is not a mistake. That is a deliberate decision and choice that you've made out of your own will. It's called accountability. Plain and simple. Let me let me tell y'all a story. And I and I admit I don't want to necessarily share this, but I need to share this because my purpose in life is to help people. And I'm gonna give two examples. First example I my old job, AT&T. I made the statement that if I knew that reporting to a government agency would give me that claim of relief, like without any doubt, like no hesitation, I would have done it while I was working. I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that I did think about doing that. It was not something that I was completely oblivious to. 
That thought did come to my mind. It did. Mm-hmm. It did. But I thought that just reporting to human resources would just be enough. That would be all I needed. That was a choice that I made. And if I had really listened to the Holy Spirit when that thought came to my mind, things obviously would have likely turned out differently. Because as a born-again believer, and more so as someone who was filled with the Holy Spirit, you cannot tell me that God isn't speaking to you when you're about to make a decision. You can't tell me that because I've been filled with the Holy Spirit for almost four years now. I've been saved for almost 10 years now. I've been in this thing long enough to know what I'm talking about when it comes to the conscious. Here's the second story. I remember when I was going to my lawyer. This is for a car accident. And the receptionist there, I won't say her name. She was very beautiful. And we talked. I requested her as a friend on Facebook. We connected and I asked her out on a date. The day of the date. Now I'm dressing fly. I mean, I got my LeBron 12s on. I got my denim jacket. I got my long sleeve white shirt. I got my baby blue pants. I got my LeBron James hat to match the shoes. I mean, your boy was fly. And I got a haircut on top of that. That same day, you know what God told me? God told me she wasn't going to show up. God told me that. God told me she wasn't going to show up. And Lord behold, she didn't show up. Man, I was so embarrassed. I was, and I wasn't, I just wasn't surprised because the Holy Spirit told me that was going to happen. But yet I still showed up for two reasons. One, out of hope. And two, because I'm a young man of my word. If I say I'm going to show up somewhere, I'm going to show up somewhere. And then... The second time we tried to do something, she left me high and dry again. But again, the Holy Spirit told me that was going to happen. So I wasn't surprised that that happened. And this is why I'm telling to born-again believers, true born-again believers, whenever you make a choice, excuse me, whenever you make a decision, that's not of God 
that's going against what God suggested or told you, if it ends up bad, do not say that it was a mistake. Take accountability. And that's what it all comes down to. Accountability. Because if, if you look in the next chapter over, in the first verse, it reads, Therefore, you are inexcusable, O man, whoever you are who judge, for in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you who judge practice the same thing. Now, I really want to focus on the first clause, which is, therefore, you are inexcusable, O man, whoever you are who judge. This is for a born-again believer critiquing another non-believer. Because the, the fact remains is, for non-believers, they, and I, it took me a while to learn this. You can show them right in their face <coughs> why and why they're doing that thing the wrong way. Especially when it's coming from your heart. You know, I, I, I recall when I, I worked at Petco and I was helping this dude who was going to become a freshman within a month. And, this, and that, this guy was down to his last penny. And he wanted a beta fish so he could put in his dorm. I was probably... I think it was a junior in my second semester at the time. I'm there telling him. I said, my man, may I give you some advice? He said, sure. I said, I'm a junior in college right now. And in my personal opinion, don't get the beta fish. Save your money. Because I guarantee you right now that... The money you're going to spend for this fish, you're going to need it in the future. And you're going to look back and say, damn, I should have listened to this guy. I, I should have saved my money. I told, I, told this, I told that guy straight up. Because God led me to say that. And the last thing I said to him was, look, the decision is yours at the end of the day. Again, my opinion, save your money. Use it <laughs> for your college materials. And when I'm looking, when I'm talking to him, I'm looking him in the eye. And he's pondering it. He's meditating on what I'm saying. But I believe his pride got in the way. Because before he gave his answer, the last thing I said was, the, deci the decision is yours at the end, end of the day. If, again, my recommendation, just save your money. But if you want to continue 
and you want to go through with this process, I'll help you out. I'm not, I'm not going to deny you. And long story short, the dude got the fish. He ended up needing to borrow some money from one of his boys. And, and let me say this right now. If a true boy, homie, friend, whatever you want to call it, they would tell, they would have told him, bro, just save your money, man. Just save it. A true friend would have done that. Because a true friend would not let someone go down. Whether it's financially, emotionally, or psychologically. Friends are supposed to lift each other up. But his friends, his boys, I wouldn't consider them friends. But anyway, going back to the topic. When it comes to choices, again, it comes down to accountability. So now, instead of saying mistakes, I say, and this is as a born-again believer, I made that choice. I take full responsibility. I'll tell you another story. And I'm embarrassed to say this too. When I was a sophomore in college, I had an opportunity to have an internship at NBC. And when the person called me to talk about it, I I said no, because I recently started a job as a security officer or concierge technically and she broke it down to me as it would only be for the summer well again I just started this job as a concierge and I didn't want to have no job by the summer and I didn't know what an internship was at this time and it's one of my Mr. Mark moments in my life. But now, instead of saying that was a mistake that I made, now I say that was a choice that I made because I could have asked somebody. I could have done some investigation on it. Could have said, hold on, give me a moment. Let me get back to you within a day. You know, 20, hindsight 2020 is, is horrible. <laughs> but again, it's being accountable for the decisions that I made as a born-again believer. And there's way more decisions that I've made that backfired because of emotions but the, the the point is the point is don't make an excuse and this is for my born again believers don't make excuses when something goes bad because more than likely if a decision goes bad it's because you didn't sit down meditate and listen to the Holy Spirit to guide you 
into the next decisions. I'm excuse the next steps in your life. Now, obviously, at times we're going to miss the mark because we are emotional creatures. We will make irrational decisions at times, but it shouldn't be the majority. It should be something that's once in a blood moon. It shouldn't be something that's consistent. What should be consistent is yielding to the Holy Spirit, yielding to God, yielding to Jesus Christ, and ask, okay, what is the next step that you want me to do? That's how I got into radio in college. I asked God, what do you want me to do? How how do you want me to go about with the purpose you have set forth in my life? And he said, radio. God said radio. I said, okay, let me do some research. Does Southern have a radio station? Yes, they do. Okay, who can I contact? I literally emailed everyone that was on that website. And long story short, I had a radio show with my partner at the time, Noah Ramos, and got cut early because of the corona. (laughs) Because I yielded to the Holy Spirit. Yielded. You know, I remember when I had my Jetta and the Jetta needed a new battery when it started. So I called my dad and I told him what was happening and he said, okay, B, once you get the car started, bring it up to me and I'll replace your battery or fix it, whatever. After I got the car started, I was on my way I was about to take off and go to his shop. But the Holy Spirit told me, go to AutoZone and get your battery. And I said, okay, okay, no problem. So I went to Bridgeport and I went to the AutoZone of Bridgeport. I got a battery, five year warranty. I won't say what my dad said. But I got the battery. (laughs) And years later. No, I take that back. It was the three-year warranty. Excuse me. It was a three-year warranty. Because I believe I got the the silver battery. Silver or gold. Whichever one's the three-year warranty. That's irrelevant. Months before I sold that car. The alternator died on me. And I remembered that I had warranty for the battery. So I went to AutoZone. Well, first I jump-started the car. Then I went to AutoZone. And I got a brand-new battery for free. And I was able to drive that car for a couple more days until I got the alternator replaced. I wouldn't have gone to AutoZone if I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit. Now, if I were to went to my dad, 
and that incident happened, I'm not going to say, oh, damn, I could have went to AutoZone years ago and got this battery on warranty. Such a damn mistake. No. It was a choice I made. And just because it wasn't in my favor, I'm not going to deem it a mistake. It was a decision that I made, a choice that I made. And I take full responsibility for it because I have the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost will guide me to a prosperous future. So in conclusion for today's episode, here's my advice to you non-believers. And I would classify you non-believers. And again, I'm not judging. I'm, I'm, really, I, I'm not judging. I'm just speaking from my heart. For all of you non-believers. And I would classify non-believers as people who believe in God, but are not living for God. So the type of people who believe in God, but yet still drinking. The type of people who believe in God and smokes. The type of people who believe in God and getting tattoos. Even worse, getting tattoos of crosses and scriptures. Like, that makes it better. No. No. Read Leviticus 19.28 and... We'll call it your bluff on it. To the people who believe in God, but yet talk like the world, cussing to, to people, talking bad about people, just to talk bad. Those, that's what I classify as non-believers. Here's my advice to all of you. Just be all in. Just be all in. Seek those who live a consistent godly lifestyle. And more importantly, lay a foundation within yourself with God. So you can get to this level. Because it's a beautiful level. A level like no other. And for my born again believers. Adapt this philosophy. The philosophy of taking responsibility. Being accountable for oneself. For whatever decision that we make. Because at the end of the day. Whether we listen to God or whether we don't listen to God, we make the final decision. And whatever decision that we make, that's on us. But we are without an excuse. There's no excuses for us. No, none whatsoever. And that's why... I implore all of you born-again believers to just listen. Just listen. And if you missed the mark because you were being emotional or irrational, 
Just ask God for forgiveness. Don't do it again. And then move on. Simple as that. Simple as that. So I thank all of you for listening. I hope you got something from this episode. I hope you take what God has placed in my heart and exhort out to all of you and use it in your everyday lives to just be better people. We really got enough bad people in the world. Look at the government, you know, the U.S. government with Biden in office. I'm going to leave that alone. Please give the show a five-star rating. I greatly, I greatly would appreciate it. Leave a comment if you are inclined to do so. Follow me on all social media platforms. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, good job.